Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Baby, we got a wild one for you this week. We sit here and talk. We talk about bros. We talk about Dipper sucking a dick. I have been known to suck a dick. Uh, I am reporting live from Knoxville, Tennessee, Damn getting me. my lovely little life together. Um, you ready to jam on with a good old podcast? Yeah, baby. Jam on. Jam on. Meatball treats their cats like children. Jam on. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Oh, you slept, you stupid little fuck, you nasty little fuck, you dirty little fuck, you stupid little fuck, you nasty little fuck, you nasty little fuck, you big dipper, meatball, meatball, and that's big dipper. Baby, I'm I'm Nikki Blonsky. Let me tell you, I you ignored my phone call, but I FaceTimed called you last night because the hotel I'm staying in is so nice. And I wanted to give you a tour last night when I first Well, I was arrived. seeing the beautiful film Bros, so I could okay. not answer. You went. I did go. I did go. But tell me about your hotel room. First of all, I love any hotel room with a map in the background. It's... That I says wildlife management. Holy shit. The bathroom is... Whoa, whoa, whoa. The What's over is, behind those doors? Uh, that's, that? a, that's a closet. Oh. The, that's like a wet bar. Then there's like the 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 hallway. The oh. hallway towards the big bathroom with a huge shower that has like a seat. Has a chair in it. Um, big windows. I'm down by the World's Fair Park in Knoxville, Tennessee. For bear week, bear pride, pride, Pride. regular pride, and you're a bear. Yeah, and in in I perform in two hours. Oh my goodness! Middle of the day at an amphitheater. I took video too because I I was like, okay, I love an amphitheater. You're down at the bottom. Everyone could see you. It's technology of the Grecian. Huge. Oh, girl. I hope you have dancers. <laughs> I have I have no dancers and all this is all the space. I think I should That is this. enormous. <laughs> yes. How many seats is that? It's just such open space behind me. It's it's a huge huge stage. You're going to um, be I know you in those big old thick calves pumping it from one side to the other. <laughs> oh yeah, speed, I'm going to be wild exhausted, exhausted. <laughs> I feel like I'm very out of shape too, and I was like, I'm gonna try to like stretch and everything. I don't know. We'll see what happens. My biggest concern, and it'll be fun because I can give the actual report on what happens. But right now, I'm sort of swirling in anxiety, and I expressed this completely to everyone when I got here. Mm-hmm. I said, 
Now, you guys are promoting an all-ages event. Oh, no. I give it to your raw dog, nasty style. <laughs> that's oh, that's no. the way. You're going to be on the next <laughs> conservative TikTok. Yeah, so someone is going to whip out their phone, and I will be getting death threats. No, I just feel like, so I said this, and then I went, I went to their website, and the website was like, um, they posted about my performance, and the first comment underneath on the Facebook page was, is this family friendly? And the Pride organization commented back, yes. Dipper, I was, you gotta get out. You gotta go. You're gonna have to, it's gonna be boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. You gotta run. So, I don't know. I'm sure at some point I'm gonna say like, hey, maybe if you have your kids here, you wanna take them for a walk somewhere, or I'm about to give them the most comprehensive, comprehensive gay sex education that they're ever gonna get right now. I'm just thinking of some of the classic lyrics about your dick down my throat and such. Oh, it's very much giving and such as. Um, um, yeah, the comment, the comment says, is this kid friendly? Question mark. And they responded, the show is all ages for pride. <sighs> well, okay. That brings on a larger conversation that I don't think needs to be had. <laughs> About well, what is up. appropriate? What is? Well, I will say this. It's three o'clock in the afternoon that I will be performing. So they, and they knew that they were booking you. It's not like they can't do a quick goog and see oh, what you the perform. ASL interpreters have all the lyrics. And the Pride organization people said, Oh yeah, we know. We want you to do Chunkita. We want you to give us the good at sex. I said the problem is, I guess my thing is, I'm just not well. Uh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not well versed at how to bleep myself. You know, like you see, um, oh, Nick Minaj. What's her name? Nikki Minaj. Yeah, they're very good at like coming up with a new word or just moving the mic and not saying it. Right. Or Nikki loves to do the. Um, she holds the mic out to the crowd. She's like, oh. <laughs> she's like, all these bitches is my. She just holds it out for like a minute, lets everyone rap their <laughs> lyrics. No one knows my lyrics. Um, but don't, yeah, don't so, so I don't know. On yourself. I think I'll just have to do, I'll say fuck like. Ukfei. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give him a little pig Latin. It's a lot of muscle memory though. We'll see. They did tell me I couldn't strip. They said you can't go below a Speedo, like an underwear brief. That's half your costumes. They said, we got laws, baby. We got laws. We have to abide well, by. And there's children there. So me and Aja will be doing a meet and greet together. Oh, how fun. Yeah. she. I said I like to do my meet and greet after I perform because then people have a reference point. Because otherwise they're mm-hmm. like, what the fuck are we doing here? But obviously queens like to do it beforehand so they look their most set and pretty. Yeah. So I'm going to be like drenched in sweat post gig and she's going to be like beautifully perfect, fresh from the hotel room. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Okay, tell me about bros. Oh, also, not to do like flight chat and Delta Lounge and all that. We can't keep talking about that. I'm just going to say they bamboozled me and I will be making a phone call. I bought a Comfort Plus seat in order to be Comfortly Plus. 
And mm-hmm. this is this is an old plane that didn't have three sections. Like this is an old plane that literally had first class and then main cabin. And I knew it was an old plane because like the screens were really small and they still had a credit card swipe like you could buy a movie off oh, of. Oh god. And it, you know, that's not that old. That's like a 15-year-old plane and planes are meant to like last a long time. So but the seats are no bigger in what they consider comfort plus. And the man was bigger than me who was sitting next to me. And it was a four-hour flight and I had to just squeeze. I My arms were stuck. My right arm is, in fact, sore from holding it into my body you need for to get four a massage. hours. Well, now you're on my team all of a sudden. You're like, don't yeah. be so hard on yourself. You better come back here and get a massage. A Nicki you deserve ma- it. A Nicki well, because- massage. Um, I had a very similar experience where I flew to New York in Comfort Plus on a nice, nice plane where the Comfort Plus Girl, seats were like extra wide and like my hip, when, my, my sides weren't touching the sidewalls. Like it the was The new planes, the, the Comfort Plus is lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like right behind first class. So I didn't even, I didn't have to put stuff in front of me. It was like up in the thing above me. It was beautiful. Then I got the Comfort Plus on the way back, and it was what you were talking about, where I was, like, just cramped in. And also, it was a window seat, but it wasn't a window seat with a well. It was a window seat with the hump in. So the whole time, I was just trapped like this. It's not scalloped. Scalloped, yeah. And the little Christian girl (laughs) sitting next to me fucking had no problem hit me with her elbow every five seconds. She was over there tip-tap typing away the whole time, hitting me up. I was pissed as hell. Anyway, Bros is a beautiful film. I um, It's a little long, I will say. Could have cut 30 minutes out of it. There were a few moments where they were, like, really delivering some heartfelt monologues that I just completely zoned out. Like, I literally turned to Michael and I was like, what just happened? I wasn't paying attention. But well, you it is famously, You famously don't like movies nor enjoy watching them or... Mm-hmm. Correct, yes. I like don't like anything that's like longer than 45 minutes. So yeah, that could be it. general attention span. But it was, no, the general consensus of everybody that was in the theater with us, because we did see it with a bunch of gay guys, was um, in a rented out theater where um, yesterday was yeah, my was last day. was that fun? Yeah, it was great. I also, Guy Branham was there. Feel- I didn't. Like really, Guy Branham was in the movie. So then yeah. when he came up in the movie, I was like, ah, 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 ah. I just oh, didn't. Know. Was, I hadn't like he was in. He was in the theater with you. He was in the theater with us. Yeah, so that was funny. Um, didn't realize that. I didn't really know anything about the movie. Like I, had, I know people were talking about it, but I didn't really pay attention to it. But it's good. I'd go see it. I was you. thinking about trying to because my shows this afternoon. I was thinking about trying to go tonight to see it because I think there's a lot of like, there's a lot of like conversation around. I am a fan of everyone in the film. I want to watch this movie. I love rom-coms and I like gay shit. So like, but there is a lot of conversation about regardless of how you feel about this movie or if you're interested going to see it to show Hollywood that it can make a cute coin on the opening weekend feels important. Yes. So maybe I'll just go online and buy a ticket for it. I gotta say, it is. Whether I can there go are or parts not. of it that are so hysterical. Like it reminded reminded like me of like when a woman is too emotional. That kind of hysterical. 
<laughs> or me just any day of the week. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, there are parts that remind me of like old school 30 Rock. It would like cut to little cut scenes that were like hilarious. Racist, it was just you so mean old school 30 Rock. No, this was so anti racist. Like, I feel like it was cast so well. There were probably an equal amount of white people to people of color or or more people of color. Like, it was well done. Simone is in it. She gets her one good line in, girl. She serves. And oh, she's and you sent me that clip of Kamora. Kamora? Oh, my God. Kamora and, and Cornbread and, and what's her name? Ginger Minch in Hocus Pocus 2. Kamora delivers that line. Just that one line. Yes. And a hand gesture. Wait, what was it though? She goes, I don't know. You texted it to me, but you know what I immediately thought? First of all, oh, I they're imme- giving bits. I immediately thought of her trying to deliver her one line on Drag Race. And I'm like, it could have been amazing if she said it and they looked at her and then she said it a second time, like as a, as a joke. Yeah. Um, but also it was so clear that she is just not like, She's not a she's trained sweet. actor, right? She's just like yeah. a sweetheart. Her face, her arm, she puts her arm out and gives the wagging gay finger. It covers her entire face when she does it. And I'm like, oh, you didn't learn about, you didn't, you don't have the skills that a young Mr. Dussel would have an upstage, downstage, and how to not cover her face. Upstage, downstage, baby. Um, Let's take yeah. a break. No. Okay. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm-hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. 
So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. And we're back. Still, we're talking about acting. What other gay movies are happening? No, I want you to say what you were going to say about Cornbread real fast. Or not about Cornbread, about Kamora. Oh, it was just my favorite version of acting. Like, I love bad acting. But I also, I just feel like, I don't know. She did the best that she could. Leave her alone. She's really sweet. Blood of thy mare. Oh, they're doing a bit. That's right, girls. Take all this blood. With pleasure. <laughs> it's the, it's the. They're all delivering says, the same for, like, the same way. Gay. Oh, they're doing a bit. That's Ooh. right, girls. Ooh, they're doing a bit. Ooh, God. they're doing a bit. I just love it. I'm going to start saying that now. Anytime someone starts doing a bit, ooh, they're doing a bit. <laughs> I love it. Okay, you know what film I just uh, watched? Yes, it was on the plane, but we'll just move past that. Was The Firm. Now, this is an old film. It's a John Grisham book turned into a movie starring Tom Cruise. Okay. This movie was two and one half hours long. No. <laughs> it's <laughs> you just said no. no, and then we move on. It starred Marsha Gay Harden, young Marsha Gay Harden, Gorge, and um, maybe someone named Jennifer. Remember when she was on Law and Order SVU, and then she played like a DA who then was an alcoholic who then was a murderer, and then they had to arrest her. <gasps> I have anyway, not watched. Well, I'm sorry, it wasn't Marsha Gay Harden. It's Jean Jeannie Triplehorn. Jean Triplehorn. Jean. Jean Triplehorn. Yeah. You know her? Okay. I do know her. She's a great character actress. She's not a character actress. She is to me. Holly Hunter is in this film. Oh, I like Holly Hunter. She does a lot of TV work, and she plays the mom in The Incredibles. Oh, yeah. Gene Hackman, Tom Cruise, Ed Harris is in the movie. Okay. And. What is it about? It is a, it is a psychological thriller. Psychological thriller. <laughs> but it's about a law firm that's, like, tied into the mob. And then they, like, um, there's a lot of, like, blackmail and the FBI and trying to get some files and FY, you know, XYZ, et cetera, et cetera. The what's interesting about it is like it's and Gary Busey makes a little uh, cameo in it, and then who I recommended is or uh, uh, recognized is this woman named Karina Lombard, who I did never knew her name, but she played Marina on the original L Word. Did you ever watch the original L Word? Uh, no, I've watched it all. Three times over on Netflix. Couldn't get into it. Couldn't get into it's it. It's so good. Anyways, this film was so funny because it was so long. It was so slow moving, but it was also really like, there's just something about older movies where they they just really spend time on everything. Yeah. Like the opening, the opening sequence is a montage of Boston because he's graduating from Harvard Law and he's like taking a bunch of interviews. And if you like really look at it, 
each of them is taking place in a different location. There are actors in all of those interview scenes. There's a whole scene that takes place in a restaurant where all he does is serve two burgers to show that he has a job. But there's like 70 people in this scene in this big sweeping camera shot. It's like they used to spend money on shit like that to really paint the picture of a character's life. That's all. And movies back then were also like a lot longer. Like I'm thinking of that's what I mean. Films that I would watch back when I liked them, but I hate them now. But there would be like super long shots of just like boring conversations of them walking (laughs) down by Central Park. But like it would be long nothingness conversations just to like prove the point that like they're in New York. Or then it would be the next shot would be them walking on a long fucking street in LA to be like, oh, we're in LA now. Like establishing yeah. shots, but they're like too long. I hate it. But I don't I like did. film. You like what being else? in a film? I did. I, okay, so when I was in New York, I ran into one of the writers of that movie works at a bar that me and Bitch Pudding went to. And so, like, I walked into the bar. We were a little tipsy. What movie, bros? No, no, no. The one that I did at the Disney. Oh, got it. And can he was, like, working Do you have to bleep that? No, you can leave it in, I think. I didn't sign anything. I did a thing with your boyfriend recently, and I chose not to sign any of the contracts. And he was like, can you send me all those signed contracts? And I was like, no, I'm pulling a meatball, and I don't want to <laughs> sign anything. And he was like, that's why I've never hired meatball to do anything I'm working on. Because <laughs> I don't play that. Run me my contracts. And I was like, okay, my I apologize. And I immediately docu-signed everything on my phone and said. <laughs> he asked me to do it. And it was like a little difficult. And he was like, never mind. Yeah, girl. The release I had to sign was many, many pages. But it looked like a lot of fun. I saw like a couple clips. Yeah, it was all right. So you ran into the writer of the thing on the, the uh, whatever. At the club, and it was interesting. <laughs> the club. Also, Wait, how was New York? You were just there for a boop, but did you do anything? We just went out. We went to Barcade one night and played games, and then we really just stayed near the hotel. It wasn't anything Times Square, crazy. Midtown? It was Chelsea. Start spreading, spreading the news. The news. Oh, I'm going to CatCon today. Red, oh, we're yeah. Done with this. I'm going straight to CatCon. We we might, we're thinking about taking Archie. You can take your cat. We might want to see if he would, like, have fun. But I also don't want him, like, maybe having a cat panic attack to ruin my day. How would you take him? In a bag? In a cat carrier. And just carry him around in a carrier? Yeah. Or maybe when we get there, we buy him one of those little cat strollers. No. I don't see anything wrong with walking him around in a cat stroller if he's enjoying himself. No. You, the funny thing about this is you do not at all strike me as a cat person. And you spend so much time taking care of these two fucking cats. Absolutely. Like you, you're really invested in them. Well, I don't, I can't, I, we, we own them. We cannot let them die. (laughs) But I also want them to be, like, healthy. So I, like, I'm a little bit weird about if they start acting weird. I'm like, all right, time to go to the vet. But we also have, okay. You are really must be on a one first name basis at the vet. We kind of are. But it's, 
what is it? We go to a vet place that's super cool. It's called Modern Animal. And you do it all like through an app. So like anything that's wrong with your cat, you can just be like, hey, something's up. And they're like, all right, come at these times. You just go drop your cat off. You know, I used to work at an animal hospital, right? Well, this isn't a normal animal hospital. This is a modern. It's a modern animal hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when I was... 14, 15. You told us that. You did say that because then I was like, wait, I thought you worked at a Chinese restaurant. And you were like, no, that was before this. Both. No, I worked at them at the same time. Stop. What kind of stuff did you do? The new- I worked at the front hold desk. The- oh. I would hold some of the bigger animals. Um, I would prep medication. Like if the prescriptions printed out, I would like put the pills on the little pill counter and like slide them over into, you know, bottles and count the pills. Was that fun? No, I mean, cause there was nothing in there. I mean, yes, the pill counting was fun. Cause it felt like sort of like a real job. Yeah. Um, and then I would stock, like when deliveries would come, I would stock stuff. I would like feed the animals that they have to keep some animals overnight. So back in like, there were like a bank of kennels. So I would like feed them and clean out the cages and, there was a lot of cleaning up shit, like a lot of cleaning up shit. And then the worst one, do you want to know the worst one? Mm-hmm. Bagging, bagging up the dead animals after they got euthanized and putting them in the fridge, the freezer. I, th- well, I thought you, I thought you cooked them <laughs> or I thought you, um, no, 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 not co- uh, cremated. No. Burn them up. <laughs> no, well, I would put them in bags and label them and put them in a freezer, and then the cremation service would come and pick them up and take them away. Did Can I tell you the absolute worst? Mm-hmm. There was a dog that came in, a big dog, that had bit a couple different people. And because he wasn't up to date on his rabies, no. he, he was put down. And he was... A somewhat young big dog. It was really, really awful and sad. But because rabies can be serious, you know, if it's transferred to a human or whatever, they have to check and see if the dog has rabies because you because the dog isn't vaccinated. And the way to do that is by sending the brain to the lab. So we had to decapitate the dog. Mm-hmm. And it took a really long time because it like dulled out all of the scalpels. And I helped. Like I had to like hold for leverage the body. Is that crazy? I, I was like I was like I 16 couldn't. years old. I couldn't. That was I was just reminding me of something. Oh, um, did I ever tell you about the time when I was living with Felony Dodger and they were all of a sudden one day something like showed up and it was in our freezer and like a bunch of plastic bags. And I was like, what is that? And she was like, Oh, it's just nothing. It's just like, like salted meat or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's weird. And, um, eventually I was finally like, this thing is taking up so much space. And she was like, it's a dead possum that I'm going to skin for my Dragula audition tape. Did she? Or you she were like, had a dead possum in my freezer for close to like six months. This is the same person that fed me pizza that she found sitting on a garbage can. <laughs> I remember that. I story. feel like she I wanted me that. dead. 
She said, yeah, 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 don't worry about it. It's some salted meat. She probably did salt it to try to keep it. Try to keep it dry or whatever. Yeah, she did a lot of weird shit to it. Insane. All right, let's take another break. Let's take another break. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I sucked a dick this week. You want to hear about that? Yeah, okay. And we're back. You sucked a dick this week. So I did some sex recently. And this guy was an awful kisser. You know the kind of kisser? How like, bad was he? <laughs> you know, okay, so for me, for me, I like kissing. Like, you need to, there needs to be a lot of lip coverage. There needs to be, like, not dry lips. There needs to be, like, you know, it's got to be, a got a lot of good lips. I don't mind when one lip, you know, when, like, you go on top of my lip or my lip goes on top of you, you know, like, top, bottom, top, bottom, like, inner, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't mind that, but you can't start there. Like at least start, start lip to li- lip, and lip then sort matching. of lip matching. You start lip matching, and then you and sort then of kind of you finesse. Yeah. Like who's hitting the top part? Who's hitting the bottom? Who's hitting part? the bottom? You find a nice balance, and um, then you introduce tongue, maybe. Yes, and then then to now, me, are you into like full tongue all the way into your mouth? Not immediately. Like, it has, like, yes. Yes. Like that's like, the sound that it would make if it was all the way out. Like if you were a goat and you fully extended your tongue, <laughs> you would make that bleeding sound that would go. Or like a giraffe reaching yes. for a leaf, you know, when they yes. stick that long. Now I I am into that. I can be into that, but it's all about the chemistry and building. Something that I find very hot is when there's that right chemistry, when you start, I've said this before, when you start sharing breath, like I find that like sort of breathing in and out as you're kissing with another person. Like I find it really hot, really intimate, but you have Mm -hmm. to, the vibe has to be there. Mm -hmm. And this person like started immediately with like just my top lip. Like, he was kissing only my top lip, so he was on top. He didn't even let anything happen to the bottom lip. His tongue, you were jokingly darting your tongue around like a like a goat. That's what he was doing. Scott, 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 Scott. Just, like, jabbing Scott, all Scott, over. Scott. <laughs> just wow, wow. <laughs> Mild, please. He was just, Mildly. he was just, like, I was like, what? There's no, like, e- there's no, like, vibe. There's no sensuality. You're just going, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. So I was like, let me just fuck your dick instead. So I was sucking his dick, great dick, thick dick. He had a piercing. I love it. 
I don't. So the piercing yeah. was out. So he had a hole where the piercing would, would normally go. be. Now I have sucked a few dicks like this before. That they're the you home. Play to, it like a recorder. There's a. <laughs> I'm like hot cross buns. Hot cross <laughs> buns. <laughs> Nothing like them. <laughs> play it like Lizzo played the crystal flute in the Library of Congress. Oh my god! Um, I'm mad. Everyone is stupid. Uh, so I have, I, I have definitely, you know, housed a dick that was the home of a PA before. Ooh. And normally the skin is a little rough near the hole, like scar Callous. tissue. Yeah, oh. just because you know, like a keloid. Yes, almost, almost. One might say, I'd, I prefer <laughs> rather not. not. To show you. I'd <laughs> rather not show you where my keloid is. It's on the head of my dick from my Prince Albert piercing. Um. So, you know, like, I I was sucking the dick, and then I really got looking at it, and I realized that on the hole, no. the bottom hole of the PA, you know that crusty skin that you get, like, on your heel? say like when you go to a pedicure and they we've talked about this when they pull out the cheese grater that's not allowed the, the yeah, 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 yeah. and they cheese grate and you don't even feel it because your heel is like that rough Ooh, i'd rather not <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting that's that, really disgusting and it wasn't everywhere and it didn't look like infected it, a, oh. it did but it was just like it was like the way that his body healed the piercing that skin was like we're good and done and we're gonna be hard like plastic and it just felt wild i just in my mind i kept thinking like you couldn't just constantly be putting lotions or oils or something. Yeah, something to get that skin softer. On the tip of your dick. Like, don't you want your dick skin to be soft? Not, like, soft everywhere and, like, one hard bump. And it wasn't, like, a, like a, guys like it. Again. Not that like it. <laughs> it was just, it was a wild experience. And then afterwards, I was like, how long have you had your dick pierced? And he was like, a year, year and a half. And I was like, that's fresh. Like, you could have solved this a long time. If he had said like seven years, I would be like, okay, well the, you just, for the rest of your life, you have this like crunchy moment of skin on the underside of your dickhead. Is that like, you haven't no encountered idea. that with any other ones. That's gross. Then I have encountered like a different texture or yes, a harder texture, but more like scar tissue, not like hard. The human body is so strange. We talk about it so often. But, Jason oh, Mraz oh, said it right. Your body is a wonderland. Going back to being kissed weird. One time when I was making out with somebody, I don't know if they just didn't want to make out with me anymore or yes, what. Yes, it was that. But they were... <laughs> All right, well, thank you. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Moving on. <laughs> no, go ahead. Tell I couldn't tell if they didn't want to make out with me anymore. But we went from Yeah, it was that one. Pl- they wanted to stop making out. <laughs> They were making out completely normal, and then something happened, and then they all of a sudden just started, like, full-blown open mouth, like, ah, like, tongue out, just licking from my chin up to the top of my nose. Bleating. How does a goat sound? See, here's the thing. Ah, I remember. 
I remember the first time someone Wait, put but he licked my face. Like, what do you? It was because he wanted to stop kissing me. <laughs> no, I remember the first time someone did that to me, where we were making out, and then all of a sudden their tongue was in my nostrils. No, you know how some no, you know how some it people have not. a you know I how refuse some, to believe you know how some people have like a very you know like a very curved tongue like a semi like a circular like, oh no and then other people have the point like the pointy yes. tongue this motherfucker had a Q tip on the end of the tongue the way the tongue shape was because he was like slurp like he went up each nostril. He licked my face. Oh, yeah. He licked my head. He went in my ears. He'd lick up there and he'd go, oh, wait, now is that cocaine? It's on me. I'd be like, yeah, that's where I keep it. He'd come out of that nose talking about, hey, hey. And I do, I will say, I do think it's kind of gross, but I do like the feeling when they go ham on the ear. I do too, but then I always have that fear where I'm like, when was the last time I really deep clean the inside of my ear? And then you you're know? kissing them again. Yeah, and you're like, okay, it all tastes normal. This is why, okay, Meatball, I'm always going to come back to you on this. This is why scheduling sex to me is enjoyable. Because I'm not saying I'm dirty in my day-to-day life. But I'm saying when I schedule sex, I know for sure I have really gotten into all the Thomas English muffins, nooks, and crannies of my body. Thomas McMuffin McGriddle McWhatins? Thomas's English muffins. Oh. Nooks and crannies of my body. Okay. Sorry. I was just doing a qualifier. Like, remember when Minnie Horowitz is on the show and she was like, if I'm not Leah Remini going clear, then we're not having sex. No, I- <laughs> if, if I haven't cleaned in all my Thomas's English muffins, nooks and crannies, honey, I'm not trying to give this body up. That's how I feel. I'm like, so if I know we're come, we're going to get together at 2 p.m., I know that at 1.15 I can get in that shower, I can clean the whole body, I can lotion up, and I, I'm ready for you to be... In my Thomases. Well, yeah. You, so you take a quick, you take a quick thirty-minute shower, and then you sit after you've lotioned up in front of a fan. Quick thirty-minute shower. I'm showering in two and a half minutes. I'm showering in Charlie Sheen stars as two and a half men. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a good um, Wait, you take t- now thirty minutes in the shower? No, I take fifteen, but I think that that's fast. What are you doing? Breathing heavy before you bend over to clean your calves? Absolutely. <laughs> but I am cleaning them and the bottom of my feet. No, I just yeah, I'm giving I shoop, scrub. Shoop. I give okay, here's what's going on. I scrub the underarms, I give the whole body, the grundle, everywhere a good deep scrub. What you doing to the gooch? Go and bat grundle and gooch. That's the same. Honey, right? I'm giving grundle. I'm giving gooch. I'm giving gooch. I'm giving cunt. I'm giving puss. I um and then I do it again, and then I rinse off, and then I do it again. Oh, and you then do I rinse it. Off. A, you're you're I'm giving, doing three you're deep giving scrubs because 1997 bulls three peat. Yeah, mama, because I'm terrified. Because even that's what I don't understand. It's when the bulls when won the, the bulls champions are. three three times in a row. We called it a three peat. What is that map in the background? 
It says the wildlife management it's, area. Where yeah. are you again? I'm. It, it's the. It shows the borderline of. I'm on the borderline, baby. Over I'm here is the borderline that. of Tennessee and Alabama. Tennessee. Remember, we went to Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, be Bob's. <sighs> yeah, so I'm in um, Knoxville, Tennessee. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. And we're back. Now let's have a conversation because if we're really getting into it, in just what two days, three days, two days from now, three days, we will be in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Georgia. We will be at Let It Lanner, Venkman's, Venkman's, performing Fat Slut, Atlanta. <laughs> Fat Sledded Lerner. Um, and the it's there really is an all-star lineup. It's truly gonna be incredible. We got Silky Nutmeg Ganache. We're gonna see if she tries to kill me. We have the one and only Nicole Page Brooks will also be there performing. Big Dipper, unfortunately, you'll be there. We have mm-hmm. Pinche Queen, J. Bella Banks, Ocean Kelly, Allosaurus Rex, and Taylor Alexander, who will be DJing for us this lovely evening. It's very exciting, to be honest. And we may have a special guest judge. What? Boomer? Boomer? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he we were Banks, and his foreskin will be there. Um, and hopefully I can do a shot out of it, unless he has an STD. I, whatever you want to call him, I don't want him. Boomer Banks just spoke at the, why would he have an STI? Boomer Banks just spoke at the um, the White House. Wait, what? Yeah, there was a, it, I was just texting with Wait. him. They did like a, the what? White House. The White House did a thing about monkeypox, and they brought a bunch of people there to like share their experiences and talk about where you know the government fell short and the rollout of the vaccine and all this stuff. And he spoke at the White House, so you're gonna have like a contributor to the national dialogue on like queer health, judging your sexy food eating contest. This is iconic. Yeah, this is he. He deserves a Peabody. I deserve it. Honey, I want to pee on his body. You know what I'm saying? I guess just go to any public restroom. Um, Do you want to hear the verse I wrote um, on my, I'm doing a collab with Ocean Kelly and I'm going to, I'm going to preview the verse right now. Okay. You can tell me what song you think it's going to be too. Okay. Freaky. No. You ruined it for the audience. Oops, sorry. Right, bleep it out. <laughs> Five things about me are my ass and my thighs and my dick and my balls. The fact I like to fuck guys is giving dick in the belly. I'm juicy couture. And I swallow all the fellies from Bangkok to Jaipur. 
Nips, oh. tits, kiss, dicks. Shove this fist up in this bitch. Spank me, wank me, then take me to the bank. Me a freaky little fucker. So pay me what I'm worth. Grab your gut, feed me butt, and I'll slurp down all your squirt. And I'm okay. a family-friendly show here in Knoxville. I Tennessee. My favorite part was when you said five things about me and then said two things. And then I was like, I hope it just ends there. It's like, five things about me. It's my ass and my thighs. <laughs> and my dick and my balls. No, I know. But like, it would have been funny if you're like, five things about me. Here's these two. And then here's two. Here's two. Okay. Have you seen the social media trend? Yeah. Of people doing the Yeah, telling thing. the stories. It's Some of them are brutal to watch. Well, tell me about this because... There's like okay. a couple things. Like I think the the point of it, if we get into it, the point of it is to not be on rhythm. Yes. The point of it is just to say one thing about me and then tell the story and occasionally sort of hit a get a rhyme. A, hit a rhyme, a ribbon, yeah. a ribbon. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Come on, boys, is boss the rhythm of the night. Get into the morning light. Get the goop da da. But I've seen a couple people who are so off off rhythm and basis it like doesn't even make sense. You should just like tell the story as a story yeah. time. Um, and then I've seen other people that are like really good at music, so they can't help but be on the beat and then keep making rhymes. And it's clear they're not trying to, but they just like freestyle and it sounds really good. And they like turn rhymes into like, the storytelling. Good. Well, anyhow, to each their own. Um, in other news. D- one famous Wait, drag just queen, to Detox, say, is suing. Okay. Everyone come to Fat Slut. Actually come. Buy your ticket. Text your, your ticket. friends in Atlanta. Because the venue has like a, like you have to buy a ticket to get in the venue. Yeah. And theoretically, we could meet the occupancy or the capacity. And so don't just count on getting a ticket at the door. You have to buy in advance. That's what, yes, we, that's what that is the thing. Because there is an occupancy that is, we pro- just get your tickets early, please. Everybody, yes, that's Because I it's don't not- want anyone upset. Right. Okay. So and Detox is suing. Detox who? is suing one of those big touring companies for um, damage caused to her face in rehearsals like two years ago. It was a, I think it was a work of the world tour or something when she got hit in the face and like she, she had like damage to her eye and she continued to work like with the eye damage and she was like wearing an eye patch. Do you remember that? She like wore an eye patch for a long time. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I remember that. And so apparently it caused a bunch of damage and she had to like do a bunch of, uh, yeah. So there's a whole article like in the somewhere. Sent it to I thought she was dead. Honestly, same. It was like shocking when she walked <laughs> up. Um, Any final thoughts for the week, Meatball? You know, going into this October, some may call it sober October. I can't oh. wait to not have consume alcohol for 30 days, for the 30 days of October. Is that true? Yeah. Last night was my last night drinking alcohol for 30 days. Do other people call it Sober October or you are just yes. doing that? No, there's other people that do it. I told Tony last night, Tony Soto, everybody, 
my great supportive friend, uh, told me, you're, <laughs> you're like the third person that told me that. You know, Tony Soto reminds me of Roger from um, oh my God, totally. American Dad. Totally. You're like the third person that told me that. You're like the third person that told me that. It's me, Tony Soto. Okay, well, don't do all that. Um, do you have any final? Th- I mean, go out. I'm going to be doing be, sober October as be well. Be love. Well, I'm only doing it for the for 30 days. I will yeah, be. I will do it for. Th- oh, which day on Halloween or the probably 7th? October seventh <laughs> for Fat Slut Atlanta. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm excited for Fat Slut. I just want to wear... I'm I'm going to try to challenge myself to have a really simple costuming experience. Because you've seen... Uh, you saw when we went to um, to Austin how my costume fucked up. I want to just do... Like, I want to challenge mm. myself to do, like, top layer, middle layer, bottom layer. Like, really simple, really easy. Give them, give them just what they want. Do the strip show. You got you to gotta give them... Give it what... Wait, what does the roof say? You gotta give them just what they want. You gotta let them have it. What is that song? I love that I just said it, and you're like, "What is? What is? What did she say? Wait, what does she say?" My oh, please. All right. Well, thank me. you so much for listening. You want to see me? Go off. Give thank you so much for listening. This want. week's episode of Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can follow our Inst- personal Instagrams at. Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. I'm Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and Meatball the Drag Queen on TikTok. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which comes out every Tuesday and Friday. And go ahead and follow Mom Podcasts everywhere, including YouTube, where you can see our Friday interviews, well, half of them, unless you join Mom Plus for $5 a month. I don't know how much it is anymore. How much is Mom Plus? $4.99. $4.99. Goodbye, Mom. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.